Welcome to this episode of the Chronicle Weekly Report. I'm Brendan Sampson. And I'm Matthew Jurancic. Here's what's in the news for Wednesday, March 17th. COVID-19 has changed the way every part of the Quinnipiac community is being run. Zoom classes and social distancing don't just apply to students. Professor research has also become more difficult during the pandemic. Professor of Biology Dennis Richardson has found a way to continue his research on the biodiversity of leeches while still teaching in the classroom. Read about his research and others on page two of this week's Chronicle. With tuition increasing every year, some Quinnipiac students are struggling to fund their education. The cost hikes have students concerned, as some think that the Quinnipiac experience is not worth the price. This trend reflects the university's lack of economic diversity and could impact prospective students applying to the school. Quinnipiac has partnered with EverFi to establish a new online optional training course about equity, diversity, and inclusion. The module course is part of the university's 10-point plan to advance racial justice within the community. QU emailed the course to students on March 2nd and are offering prizes to the participants. On March 19th, the state of Connecticut will roll back some of the COVID-19 restrictions, and some Quinnipiac students could not be happier with the news. In this new phase, restaurants and indoor recreation will have their capacity restrictions lifted, but bars will stay closed, and movie theaters and performing arts venues will operate at half capacity. In arts and life, Quinnipiac junior Haktan Ceylon has become a well-known student poet at Quinnipiac. Under his alias Naktan Nalyek, Ceylon has been writing poems for the past three years. He says poems are a device that helps him release his thoughts and emotions. Staff writer Anya Grandalski spoke with Ceylon and discussed some of his work as well as his poetic journey. In this edition of Book of the Week, opinion editor Michael Sicoli gives a look into the book Thief by Marcus Zusak. Sicoli gives perspective into the relationships formed throughout the book, most notably through Liesel's friends Rudy and Max. In opinion, according to a Pew Research study, 27% of American adults say that they haven't read a book in whole or in part in the past year. This is especially shocking for Arts and Life editor Emily DeSalvo, who has been an avid reader her whole life. DeSalvo speaks about her love for reading and why she encourages everybody to pick up a book. With the one-year mark of the COVID-19 pandemic just passing, a lot of people are advocating for the country to open up. But staff writer Stephanie Suarez advocates for Connecticut to not rush its reopening and to make sure we are safe before we return to normal in this week's Bobcat Buzz. Fifteen days after Quinnipiac announced a $90 parking fee for commuter students, the Student Government Association released a statement condemning it. In the statement, the SGA proposed six resolutions for the policy and addressed how the students weren't represented during the university's decision-making process. Contributing writer Dan Passapera runs through the SGA's statement and his feelings regarding the fee and how students can voice their concerns. In the midst of the environmentalist movement, contributing writer Mahalit Sugevo shares her story of how growing up in Ethiopia, her family looked to repurpose anything they got their hands on. She goes more in depth about how people of color in indigenous communities were some of the earliest to practice reducing, reusing, and recycling, but don't get recognized for their efforts. You can learn more about her opinion on page 5 of this week's paper. Almost a year ago today, the COVID-19 pandemic caused many schools to shut down, and for Quinnipiac students, it came with little to no warning. From a healthcare worker, a graduating senior, a student interning in D.C., and a student who lives thousands of miles away from home. Read the unique stories of these four QU students and how the pandemic has affected them on pages 6 and 7. In sports, Quinnipiac spring sports have begun, but there are some new teams in 2021 that aren't normally in the mix. Of these is the women's soccer team, which began their season on March 9th with a 3-1 win over Marist. Now, after playing their first game in 16 months, the team looks to have a successful season. Sports editor Riley Millette sat down with head coach Dave Clark and some of the players to discuss the unusual 2021 season. It's been 482 days since the last time Quinnipiac's men's soccer took the field. And the last memory they have is the 2-1 loss against Iona in the MAC semifinals. 
With the losses of Eamon Whalen and Romain Danilo, the team is now more determined than ever to make this season its best, as they look to play with a chip on their shoulder. Quinnipiac men's and women's basketball teams both were at the MAC tournament this weekend, and both suffered first-round exits to end their championship hopes. While both teams had seniors who played their final game in the navy blue and gold, the Chronicle also had a member of our team cover her final QU basketball game. Photography editor Morgan Tensa gives a final farewell to the sport she has covered for the past four years and reminisces about some of her experiences. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Chronicle Weekly Report. I'm Matthew Joroncic. And I'm Brendan Sampson. Be sure to pick up this week's paper or check out our website, quchronicle.com. Also, don't forget to listen to the latest episode of Conversations, where we look back on a year of the pandemic. We'll be back with more stories next Wednesday. 